Hello everyone. This is Vasant Srinivasan and I have with me a very distinguished guest, Shweta Kurana, who is a senior director Asia Pacific and Japan, Global Government Affairs, Intel. Please listen in as Ms. Kurana shares with us Intel's plans for the Indian markets, the company's contribution to India's digital mission and many other interesting topics. Hi Shweta, first of all many thanks. Uh, it's good to catch up with you and uh, thanks for uh, finding time amidst your busy schedule. Shweta, we keep hearing a lot of uh, good things about Intel and its India plans, uh, many of which you have already implemented and uh, they have uh, reaped uh, kind of yielded you rich dividends. But can you put this in perspective in terms of India's global vision, sorry, Intel's global vision and where does India come in? Sure. Thanks, Vasant, and thanks for having me here. So when we talk about the global vision, our CEO actually believes that uh, the digitization of everything is going to get accelerated by four superpowers, which is ubiquitous computing, pervasive connectivity, cloud-to-edge infrastructure, and most importantly, artificial intelligence. AI for us is a superpower because what is happening is that uh, it's become a strategic imperative for worldwide economic growth, and specifically, um, India being a accelerated digital economy today understands how it can really impact and become one of the most crucial technologies of the future. In fact, there are estimates that by 2030, a lot of governments worldwide are going to be creating comprehensive AI strategies for sustainable, inclusive and positive impact on its citizens and society. Okay. But in the middle of all this, the AI skills crisis continues to be recognized as one of the biggest global barrier for wider adoption and growth. So that's going to be our focus area. OK, so uh, in terms of, you know, uh, India's overall digitalization market and uh, I mean, in terms of the number of people it could, you know, like Intel could kind of reach out to using its strategy and, uh, and the addressable market. Can you just kind of uh, throw some light on this? Oh, absolutely. So as a developing nation, um, India is currently undergoing a transformation to become an AI-led digital economy. In fact, with the Digital India Day going to get celebrated on 1st of July, this is going to become all the more accelerated. So when we talk about the kind of work which we are doing with, with the government of India and different entities across, it is to build an AI-ready generation. We've empowered more than 250,000 youth with AI technology and social skills. So that's not just about technology, but equally important, those social or what we would say as core skills, like knowledge okay. about AI ethics, privacy, biases. And then we empower them on how do they really build those AI indigenous social impact solutions as an evidence of achievement. In fact, so much so last year, 12 students filed their patents. And I'm talking about school students who filed mm -hmm. their patents for their AI solutions. Okay. We've been running these programs in a very close collaboration with uh, CBSC under Ministry of Education and the National League Governance Division under Ministry of Electronics and IT. Mm -hmm. We've also collaborated with the National E-Governance Division and UNDP, United Nations Development Program, to launch a Digital India Dialogues. Okay. Now, this is a series of workshops which enables government leaders on how do they really use AI for good governance. Importantly, we've also been working on uh, specific projects like IRASTE, which is an AI-powered pilot project in Nagpur in Maharashtra with the aim of reducing road accidents. We've been uh, collaborating with Telangana, the IIITH uh, and Public uh, Health Foundation of India on a project called INAI for okay. applied artificial intelligence research. Okay. And um, the one which is closest, I would say, to our heart is AI for Citizens, 
This was launched by the Honorable Prime Minister last year in July with the aim to enable one million citizens in India on AI readiness. It kind of really helps any person, any citizen in the country and allows them to understand what does it really mean to navigate yourself in an AI ready environment around you. It's available in 11 Indian languages, etc. But I'm really happy to share. Uh, while the goal was one million, we are actually going to be reaching two million before we close one year. Okay. So I was just talking about this AA for All campaign and your wonderful association with CBSC and the fact that you've been able to kind of reach out to 1.5 million people and uh, kind of teach them you know, AA skills I mean, kind of bundled with other social skills, which are kind of will come in very handy no matter what they do going forward. I was just talking about when you kind of highlighted the, the some of the high points of this, you know, almost like one year journey. Were there any learnings for you as well in the sense that did you do any course correction? Because I'm sure when you started out, you had certain set of objectives, but uh, being India being what it is, were there any learnings, any course correction that you were that you have you were forced to do? Oh, yes, Vasant. And that's a great question. There have been lots of learnings, not just for AI for citizens, but AI for youth as well. So what I can do is I can very briefly talk about the impact which got created. How did the learnings come about? And then what did we do to do a course correction? Sure. So starting with AI for citizens, right? When we launched the program, we could see a huge receptivity from the audience. And when I talk about the audience, it, it was really varied in age. So I had almost a 80 year old uh, lady who commented uh, on social media about how she was enjoying the program. And in comparison, I had a 12 year old girl who was talking about how she was enjoying it. We had a startup uh, entrepreneur who said that, you know, he's kind of really mandated for his entire employee base to go mm -hmm. through the program to get them started with his journey. So that's the interesting part of it. Now let's talk about the learnings. Now we mm -hmm. kind of devised AI for citizens to be extremely inclusive. Mm -hmm. And in order to be inclusive, yes, we looked at the languages. I've already spoken about that we launched it in 11 languages, but we mm -hmm. realized that we are still not able to reach out to people who are differently mm -hmm. abled. Mm -hmm. So we course corrected and AI for citizens, which is known as AI for all in India, the uh, 2.0 version kind of now caters to a lot of differently able people, whether they are visually impaired, motor impaired, they have color blindness, even dyslexia, cognitive and learning issues, seizure and epileptic issues. So we realize that if we have to be inclusive in entirety, where we say literally AI is for everyone, we want to make sure that we reach the entire audience and don't leave anyone behind. Okay. So that's on AI for all. On AI for youth, right? Uh, mm -hmm. I can talk about thousands of projects which I've seen coming in from students. But then what we realized, so AI for youth kind of focuses on three pillars, having a right AI mindset, which means understanding the possibilities and pitfalls of AI, having the right skill sets, which is what we enable, getting them to understand the three domains of AI, and then getting access to the right tool sets. So we realized that the projects or the problem statements which were coming from rural India, specifically because of Responsible AI for Youth program, which we mm. were doing with METI, mm. they were coming from children who have very limited access to tool sets. And that okay. enabled us to, you know, create those AI skills labs in far reach out areas mm. where uh, access to technology was a challenge. Mm. And just to share the kind of impact we got out of this course correction was, mm. yeah, um, I remember a girl from um, 
a government inter college in Rudraprayag, Uttarakhand. Mm. Now she created an AI model called Medicinal Leaf, and her application provides in-depth information on medicinal leaves and herbs, which is plenty in Rudraprayag, with just a single image. And that allows people around her community to understand the medicinal benefits of various flora and fauna. She got it validated by experts from the Uttarakhand University. And today she has more than 40,000 people who access this application. Fantastic. Fantastic. I think the examples that you just cited goes to show one, uh, the whole process of you know democratization of AA and also kind of uh, shows us the true potential of India. I mean, we talk about the population being a problem. But I think here is a classic example where India's uh, demography is actually yielding a rich dividend in terms of, you know, in a uh, multiple, you know, thousands of youth who can actually kind of, you know, make a huge difference in society if only they are kind of, you know, given the uh, access to the right kind of skill sets and tools. Uh, that's really heartening to uh, know, Shweta. Great. Yeah. Thanks. And uh, this A Global Impact Festival uh, seems to have become an important event in the, in the company's annual calendar. And... Uh, this year there were some lots of Indian names and a few of them got onto the winners list as well. Can you kind of elaborate on this, Shrika? Absolutely. And yes, that's that's one of our favorites now. This year we are starting with the second edition of the AI Global Impact Festival. And considering that India really, you know, kind of shined at the global stage last year, we do have our fingers crossed for excellent results this year as well. So let me give you a background about what this is. Now, as Intel, we believe AI is a superpower. And that is why we focus on demystification and democratization of AI. The festival is an idea where everybody can come together and celebrate digital readiness or artificial intelligence and the innovations around it. So the idea is to impact next generation technologists, future developers, and then also get government, academy and communities to come together for the celebration. So last year, we had almost uh, 113,000 people from 135 countries, and there were 20 countries who competed for, with their innovations, where, like I said, India got uh, the first global award across multiple categories. This year, the festival will go live on 1st of September 2022, and uh, it's going to be much bigger and much better for sure. Fantastic. Fantastic. And uh, what does the uh, rest of the year looks like, uh, Shweta? Any big plans that is like like said to be rolled out uh, this year what to look forward to so there's a very interesting program in our digital readiness portfolio which is ai for future workforce mm -hmm. we are planning to announce that shortly for india as of now um we're still in the phase of localization but I would say that that kind of takes it a step further from what we're doing with students in schools because it focuses not just on uh, the AI technology skills or core skills, but it also focuses on career growth skills, which leads to employability for the upcoming jobs in artificial intelligence. Okay, okay, great. In fact, I would not be uh, doing justice to this interview if I don't ask a question about how artificial intelligence and particularly your initiatives have made a difference uh, during this pandemic period. I, I think it has come across as a great kind of enabler and also a, a kind of solution provider. Uh, can you can you just kind of give us some insights into that, uh, Shrita? 
Sure. So AI from a solution perspective, while most of the skill building programs which we have under the digital readiness portfolio enable and empower students to identify challenges around them and pandemic was the biggest challenge, which was the focus area for both last two years. In fact, that now most of the AI projects the students come up with are associated with health. But I think more than that, it is the idea of how do people come together and try and solve global challenges and come up with local solutions to do that is something which came up beautifully. We've had a combination of group of students working from Singapore and India doing that effectively with Ministry of Education and coming up with patentable ideas on AI for health. That's just one example, but I can go on and on of what their projects were, and I'm sure there would not be time to cover that. Yeah, sure. That's great to hear, uh, Shweta. And uh, as I said, it's really fascinating uh, the kind of work that uh, both you and your team are kind of putting together and making a difference to the society. And on that note, I would like to sign off and uh, thanks so much, Shweta, for your time and insights. I wish you and your team all success in whatever you do going forward. Thank you. Thank you, Vasant. It was lovely talking to you.